internet listeners this is mr announcer with the complacence podcast the complacence originally aired from september 1995 to june 1996 live on wnur fm evanston illinois this week on the complacence fig sings to himself while doing the laundry as a member of rival band taekwondo listens intently meanwhile an old member tries to rejoin the major league super crime busters the next voice you hear is coming to you from February 24th, 1996. The Complacence will be coming up after this brief musical interlude. And now, The Complacence. Starring The Complacent. Everybody hopped inside Around the world on a magic ride Big time adventure and fun Rock and roll music for everyone my clothes, wash my clothes, wash my clothes, this is the way I wash my clothes, at the laundry in the basement of my building. Hey there, Mr. Laundry Room Attendant Man. Oh, no, not you again. Why? You're always coming in here, you know, singing your little larnix off, never stopping with your do re mi fa sol asylum. But Mr. Laundry Man... That's Mr. Laundry Room Attendant Man to you. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Laundry Room Attendant Man, but I just gotta sing when I do my wash. It's when I get my best inspirations for new complacent songs. Uh, you... If you're gonna keep singing, then I'll just wait by the ice machine. Gee, I'd feel bad making him leave and all, but I happen to know he uses the ice machine to stash black market donor organs. Oh, well, let's get this wash done. Oh, no! Look at the stain in my shirt! That'll never come out. Hey, isn't this the shirt I was wearing when I met that cute girl Meg at the soda shop? Yeah, and this is the stain from when she threw a raspberry malt on me. Oh, I don't know if I can wash that stain out. Oh, there's a stain on my shirt. It's the happiest stain. I'm never gonna wash this shirt again. Meg shirt. Meg blast. Blast to blazes. That infernal racket. How can I be expected to separate my linens from my delicates with that going on? Why, I ought to... Hey, 
Isn't that pansy fig from the bridge club the complacence? It is. Hey, he's probably singing one of their new songs. I'd better report this to Evil Otto. Across town at Taekwondo's badass recording studio. Hey, Ridley, pass me the mustard, will ya? Are you making a sandwich or something, Coily? Huh? Huh? No, I'm gonna... I just need it. Give it here. Hello, fellow Taekwondo members. Good morning to you, Bowser. Hey, Bowser. Laundry's done, I see. Yes, wet but not clean. Soon they will dry and not be clean. Just the way I like them. Where's Evil Otto? He's not walking the dog, man. Crap, you damn pooch. Crap. Anywho, he should be back in a few minutes. Excellent. I have a very sinister proposition. Hello, everyone. Arf wouldn't go. Not even at the stop sign. Damn dog. Well, shut up, mud, or I'll, I'll yank your choke chain. Bowser, I see you have done your laundry. Your eyes do not fail you, Evil Otto. My laundry is complete. So, what have we on tap today? Are we recording anything new? I'm out of ideas. I am too, man. There's only so many drum beats on my synthesizer, man. We haven't yet recorded a song in 13 eighths time. Evil Otto, with your permission, I have a better suggestion. Proceed, Bowser. It so happens that I live in the same building as one of the complacent. Which one? The gay one. How do you know he's gay? Did you ask him out and see? No, I'm not gay. Is there something wrong with being gay? Lesnar's gay, man! That's just a rumor. Ridley's subtle. Children, Bowser, continue. Anyway, I found myself doing my laundry at the same time he was doing his laundry. While he was tossing his clothes into the washing machine, he was singing a song very loudly. What song was it? Was it You Light Up My Life by Debbie Boone? Uh, I Write the Songs by Barry Manilow's? Anything by Lunchbox? Incorrect. He was singing a complacent song. So... It was a brand new, unrecorded complacent song. I see what you're getting at. <laughs> I remember it all very clearly. The lyrics, the chord progressions, all of it. I doubt that dumb fig remembered any of it after he walked up the stairs. Hey, don't those complacent songs do well in the charts? Yes, they do well in the pansy charts. And not the badness Mafo charts we do well on. Well, unless I'm mistaken, the pansy charts represent about seven-eighths of the listening population. We could use a slice of that business. Coily, are you suggesting we pander to the pansies? We have a pansy-ready complacent song. All we gotta do is juice it up and put it on the radio. We'll be zillionaires. Yes, let's rip them off. Their toil shall become our triumph. Yeah, yeah. Can we do it, Otto? Can we? Well, I'll put it this way. Yes! <laughs> Coily, what on earth are you doing with that mustard? Days later, across town, even more at Greensickle Studios, business home of the complacents. Great take, Fig. Cut it out. Yeah, cut it. Print it. But, Mr. Creamsicle, you can't print audio tape, and you really shouldn't cut it out or even cut it either. You think I don't know that? This is my studio, after all. A anyway, go do what I said. Gotta, you're up next, buddy. We need your guitar solo. Okay, I'll be back in a minute. Uh, let me wax up my guitar. Wax it up? We're recording. It doesn't matter how your guitar looks. Well, it says right here on the lyric sheet, wax guitar solo. Um, uh... Oh, that's a typo. It should say Saxon guitar solo. 
Well, there you go, Gunner. Sex and it should also say harmonica, celesta, and organ solo. Well, Gunner can do all of those things. I should, uh, I should also say tuba, bass, drum, and Jews harp solo. All right, all right, already. Gonna put down that wax and start setting up your instruments. You know, that's not much of a solo. Well, do you see auto harp and vocal solo anywhere? Yes, right here. Oh, that's a typo. All right, well, we're not gonna get anything done if you guys have some holic, some instruments. Gee, Mr. Creamsicle, I thought you were saying something else just then. Uh, Freudian slip, I guess. Where the hell's Johnny? Yoo-hoo, I'm home. Where the hell is everybody? We're in the studio, Lunkhead. Where else would we be? I don't know. In the can? So how was your trip to Europe with that girl I found? Oh, awful. Terrible. And it's a good thing I took her off your hands, Fig, because she told me that she absolutely cannot stand copper crayons. Hey, that's my favorite color. I guess we wouldn't have gotten along very well after all. So what was her favorite color, anyway? See-through, I guess. That was the color of all her underwear, anyway. Ha! That's my least favorite color, because you can't see it. She and I would have hated each other. Enough yakking, guys. Gee whiz, you think this is a study hall or something? That reminds me, the song I wrote about Meg, the girl I met at the soda shop, is supposed to start playing on the radio today. You're right, Fig. You are right. We'll turn on the radio in a few minutes and listen to the premiere. But in the meantime, you guys have to move all the Gunny's instruments into the studio. Where the hell's Blindy? He's in the can. No, he's right here. Hey, get this damn can off my head. I can't breathe. Paint fumes are engulfing me. Mommy? Mommy? I hate you, Mommy! Well, stop gawking him. Get him out of the can off his head. It's not like he hasn't happened to him before. Jeez. Blindy, your head's all yellow. It was the, the communist. I was walking by the communist and they crammed my head into a, a full paint can. Come on, Blindy. How do you know it was a communist? It smelled like communist. I smell those commie paint-throwing bastards. Hey, man, I'm a communist. Wait, you mean a communist and a commie are the same thing? Yeah, Johnny. Communists subscribe to the words written by Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin at the beginning whoa, 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 of... Whoa, 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 I don't subscribe to any socialist theories of any kind. I'm a communist. You know, every week I write a little something for Gussied Up Hunk magazine. Oh, Adrian. Alanis! Thank my lucky stars, pink hearts, blue diamonds, etc. To which do I owe the honor of your visit from down the hall? You have a telephone call. It's Agno Arduros. Agno Arduros? I'll be right there. I'd be able to congratulate us on the premiere of our new single. Hello, Mr. Duros? Hello, Creamsicle. I bet you're going to think I'm going to congratulate you on the premiere of your new single. You're not? Of course I am, you idiot. Why else would I call? I've given you autonomy that precious other bands enjoy, Creamsicle, so you better not think that I'm going to make your life any tougher than God knows it already is. Uh, thank you, sir. And don't call me sir anymore. Way too formal. Call me ma'am and say hi to my new boyfriend, Bananu. Bananu Sleeves? The Hawaiian actor? It's me, dude. Guilty as charged. I thought you were confirmed heterosexual. No, I didn't say that. I just didn't marry the dude. Okay, that's enough of that. Say bye, Bananu. Bananu says bye. Anyway, I've been meaning to talk to you about this corporate buyout of Flaming Highway Records. Corporate buyout? Oh, no. There goes all our artistic freedom. Chill out, Creamsicle. It hasn't happened yet. But it might. Hey, Mr. Creamsicle, they're about to play our new single. Turn on your radio, Mr. Duros. The sun's coming up. Turn on the radio, will you, Bananu? Creamsicle, I can't wait to hear this auto harp stuff. You're listening to 100.1 KOOK, the big kook, playing Light FM all day, every day, except right now. Here's the new single from The Complacents, and it's called Meg's Shirt. There's 
Here's a brand new single by Taekwondo from their 9-inch Wee record label. It's called Sex Hurt. Hope you enjoy it. Here it comes on the Big Kook Radio. <laughs>
familiar to all the rest of you. Was that me singing then? No, but it could have been Fig. I've got Nine Inch Wee Wee on the phone right now, Creamsicle. We're going to talk about this later. Uh, yes, sir, ma'am. Uh, yes, ma'am, sir. Ma'am, Fig, did you steal a song idea from Tycon Don't? I'm giving a blank dazed stare. I didn't think you did. A week later, back in the basement of Fig's building... Another laundry day. Ho-hum. My clothes all get dirty so fast. Welcome back to the laundry room, Fig. Try not to annoy me by singing again. I'll, I'll, and look out for that, uh, you know, that crazy laundry room guy in there. He's some sort of kook. Crazy laundry guy? Hey, that's Bowser. Hey, Bowser, old buddy. I'm not your buddy. I was being ironic, you big lug. How long have you been doing your laundry? A full week now awaiting your return, at which time I would steal your... No, I meant since when did you do your laundry? Dirty men do laundry, too. Well, I'm going to do my laundry now. Excellent. In go the whites. You two socks. Hey, a little tune is coming into my head. Hmm. Our love, our love is stronger than Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid is just a colloid, nothing but sugar and water, and though they both got a lot of sugar, our love is stronger than Kool-Aid. Yeah, I like it. Well, I'm done with my laundry. Peace you. Oh, goodbye, Bowser. Say, I was going to ask him if he noticed that Taekwondo's Don't's new single sounded a lot like ours, but I forgot. Oh, well, maybe next time. Another week later. So, Creamsicle... Congratulations on having two new singles come out in a two-week period. It's a shame that Taekwondo is starting to sop up sales on the pansy charts. I like them. What can I say? Quiet! You're a terrible actor! Well, uh, thanks for the sentiment, Mr. Doros. Fig has really come through uh, for us as a songwriter lately. Uh, I just hope the same thing doesn't happen again. You're listening to The Big Kook, and hey, the same thing has happened again. The Complacents and Taekwondo, two very hot bands, have both released singles on the same day. Well, here's the complacence with My Love is Stronger Than Kool-Aid. everyone. Creamsicle, turn off the radio. Why? And now, the brand new smash hit single from Taekwondo that's eating up the charts, My Love is Stronger Than Cruel AIDS, here on The Big Kook. Oh, I'm not 
God, that's why. How could this happen? Don't worry about it, Creamsicle. Failure happens all the time. Duro's out. Boy, talking to him sure is weird since he put in the view screens. How could this happen? How could one of my songs, which lives in no other place than in downtown Fig's brain, be so similar to something Taekwondo would write? Maybe they strapped you down and sucked the thoughts out of your head with some sort of machine. Maybe the communists crammed a can of paint on your skull like they did to me again. Maybe they ran you through a maze. What are we talking about? Fred, where have you been? I've been out looking for a place that will develop audio tape, maybe even put it onto slides. What would you go and do something like that for? You asked me to. I know it. These look very nice, Fred. No, that's not developed yet. It's just the raw tape. Don't hold it up to the light. You'll expose it. No, ruined. It's all ruined. Fred, I think you're going cuckoo. You need some time off. Anyway, Fig, do you remember ever having any reason to believe that a member of Taekwondo don't heard your song idea and stole it? Well, actually, I was going to ask Bowser if maybe he had noticed if anybody... Bowser? Had... You mean that rat from Taekwondo? What were you doing talking to Bowser? He lives in my building. We were doing our laundry together. Say, Fig, don't you sing while you're doing your laundry? I know I sing while doing the laundry. I sing while doing the laundry. I sing while doing the laundry. Somebody help me with this can. I sing while doing the laundry. Yes, it happens that I sing while doing the laundry. What is your point? Oh. Those synth well sycophants ripped off little things I did. Sycophants, Johnny? It was alliterative, and they use it all the time on Baywatch. Anyway, yeah, those creeps are taking advantage of poor, naive Fig here, and we're suffering for it. Fig, you big dummy! Yeah, Fig, this is all your fault. But you guys sing while doing the laundry. We don't do our laundry with Bowser. All right, people. Settle down a bit, will you? I've got an idea that might turn the tide in our favor. Now, everybody, gather around. Gather around here. The next day. Why, hello there, Bowser. Big, you're here already. Oh, sure I am, Bowser. Lots of dirty laundry. You gotta be clean to get the ladies, you know. I possess evidence that leads to the contrary. Well, whatever. So, okay, uh, here I go, doing my laundry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'll sing a song. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it's very pleasant state. Uh, wanna go to Virginia? I've got this feeling. And I wanna play in ya! Uh, Bush Gardens. I wanna come to Bush Gardens. Give you a hot dog. And you can hold it as it hardens in Virginia. Excellent. Goodbye. Uh, aren't you going to do any laundry? Sometimes I just come for the atmosphere. Well, okay. See you later. <laughs> See you. <laughs> a week later again. Boy, are those guys in Taekwondo never going to be fuming when they learn we didn't come up with a new single this week. We've got them right where we wanted. Creamsicle! Wah! Mr. Duros, I'll never use that teleporter. Creamsicle, I'm very disappointed that you don't have a new single this week. Taekwondo does. You need to keep up with the competition. But Mr. Duros, they were ripping us off. Well, obviously they aren't now. You don't have a single out this week. So who must have been ripping off who? Uh, Mr. Creamsicle, I have to go work on some mazes now. May I be excused from the rest of this part of the episode? Yes, Fred, go, go. You know, fellas, I bet Taekwondo's recording company president is congratulating them right now. And I just want to congratulate you all on your third single in its third hit single in a six-week period. 
My plans will all soon fall into place. We shall overcome the complacence. Thank you, Master. We serve to please. Hey, they're playing the song on the radio right now. And you're listening to The Big Kook, where we've got the new single from Lunchbox coming up. Lunchbox! But first, we've got the new single from Taekwondo. Oh, man. Shut up. It's called Virginia, and it's available on their new album, Fetus Flatus, on sale at record stores everywhere. Virginia's a very pleasant state to visit. It is a good place to take your family on vacation. There are many fun attractions, such as Bush Gardens Amusement Park. Ride the Big Bad Wolf or the Loch Ness Monster. Excellent song, Evil Otto. You have done well. I just got a call from the state of Virginia. The state travel bureau would like to use it in one of the advertisements. And sales of your album went up 60,000% in the last six seconds. Now, is that because of our talent or because of your magic, mighty Swami? Not telling. Ta-ta. I must now go to experiment on superheroes. Bye now. Hooray! Taekwondo! Hooray! Hooray! Turn the radio back on! I want to hear the new Lunchbox single! Yeah, I bet those guys are pretty surprised now. But Mr. Creamsicle, there was nothing wrong with that song. It's perfectly clean. Yeah, they didn't do the dirty things we thought they would do. That reminds me, I have to do my laundry again tonight. No, no more laundry. laundry! And so, the complacents sort of lose in a battle of wits with Taekwondo. How will they combat this sudden change in record sales? Tune in next week to find out. You're listening to The Complacents on WNUR. Last week on The Curtain, a den of Cub Scouts taking the motto, Be Prepared to Heart, completely failed to stop the evil Bizarro Monkey Boy from continuing his life of villainy. He is still in the employ of the even more evil Swami Salami, and as our story opens, Swami Salami has both Curtis Hambones, a.k.a. The Curtain, and his landlady, Mrs. Hugglebum, in his icy grasp. You're an evil, evil man. Do you know that? Well, I'm sorry, but it's the only way I know how to be. Not you. Him. Me? Yes. It says right there on your apartment lease, no superheroes. What an evil thing to do. I should evict you right now. This really isn't the time or the place to talk about evictions unless you have a plan for evicting us from here. Actually, this isn't that bad. It's much better than that stench from that monkey who was carrying me around for 12 days. What's that about, Miss Rado Monkey Boy stench? My, you smell much better than you used to. Thank you. Me get new clothes and generous splash of cologne from nice Cub Scout Den Mother Lady. That's certainly good, Bizarro Monkey Boy. But shouldn't you be holding the curtain down so we can prepare to transform him into the dark curtain? Me forgot. Let me see. What to hold him down with? Me find curtain rod. Irony make Bizarro Monkey Boy chuckle on inside. You'll never get away with this, Swami Salami. Do you hear me? Never! The Major League Super Crime Busters are on their way, I'm sure. Oh, no, they're not. 
I have it on good authority that they're a bit tied up. Usually in this situation, you would expect the Major League Super Crime Busters to have been literally tied up with rope, but they are instead tied up in a meeting in their Manhattan headquarters. It seems as if there is a membership question. Now can I rejoin? While your new costume certainly looks impressive, Dr. Patriot, or should I say the straight edge too, you know the rules. You must correctly answer one question asked by each member of the team. All right, I'm ready. Do your worst. We'll go around the table then. Quantum mechanic? How many degrees would you have to turn the Earth backwards if you wanted to go back in time two hours? Thirty degrees. That's right. Super American? If the Earth were about to be destroyed and you could only save one person, who would you save? The President of the United States. I'll give him an A-plus for that one. Mr. Shammy. Yes. Now, how much water does a superhero need to drink after a fight? A good rule of thumb is a quart per villain defeated. Ah, he's right. Many blinds. Your secret identity is about to be revealed by a national television network. What's the best course of action? Knock the satellite out of orbit. Good. A furry kitten. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. 2,000 pounds per square inch except during a solar eclipse. Meow, meow. Benevolent girl. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? Ulysses S. Grant and his wife. Good. That second part usually tricks people up. Say, where's announcer man? Um, I don't... That wasn't questioned for you. I just noticed he was gone. Um, he went to Madison Square Garden. Some terrorists planted a bunch of bombs set to go off at the end of the game, and he's masquerading as play-by-play announcer to try to defuse the bombs and capture the terrorists. Really? Well, let's turn on the radio and listen in. And the Rangers and the Blackhawks are tied at three apiece here at the Garden, where there are absolutely no bombs set to go off anywhere in the arena. It's the second intermission, and after this, we'll be talking with hockey fan and non-terrorist Bill Murray. But first, this word from Miller Lite. Remember, life is good. Bombs planted in hockey arenas is bad. He sounds like he's doing a fine job. Anyway, the straight edge, too. My question for you is, you're in the 900 block of West 43rd Street. 18 supervillains suddenly appear in front of you. 22 supervillains suddenly appear in back of you. There is no escape. What do you do? Nothing. There is no 900 block of West 43rd Street. The Straight Edge 2, welcome back to the Super League Super Crime Busters. Hooray! Now, is there any other new business? <clears throat> there sure is. The curtain has been missing longer than announcer man. He has. I thought he was going to, to do uh, color while announcer man did his play-by-play. I don't think so. Oh, well, it's not really that important. He probably just went to visit his mother. That's what he always does when he's trying to avoid me for some reason or another. Maybe he's at the jeweler's buying a special you-know-what for you-know-who. Do you really think so, benevolent girl? I think so. I mean, I can't believe he hasn't popped the question to you yet. Well, he's a little shy. Well, he has six weeks to get back from his mother's, or he's off the team. Meow, meow, meow! You're right, furry kitten. It is getting late. I move to adjourn this meeting. Second. All right. All in favor. But we'll have to wait and find out how that vote turns out because something is happening at Swami Salami's secret hideout.
All right, you fiends. We'll soon be turning the curtain into the dark curtain. Hurry up and bring that pot of dye over here. And I don't mean D-Y-E, I mean D-I-E. Yes, here is a giant pot of secret molecular altering formula for you to punch the curtain into. Bizarro monkey boy added a pinch of oregano. Hope that okay. Oh, come on, he untied you. Just untie me, please, Mrs. Hugglebum. Okay, but no noise at all after nine o'clock. I promise. And no lady friends coming to visit at all hours. I promise. And especially, especially no superheroing. Uh, I promise. Oh, and your rent is going up 50% at the first of the month. Thanks, Mrs. Hugglebum. And now, it's curtains for you. Curtain is untied. What? Right under my nose? Seam Ripper, Doc Bucky. Get him! Oh, no, it's curtain for you, curtain! Wait, where are you? Splash! Curtain throw Dark Bucky into part of secret formula! And the curtain has escaped! And I am no longer Dark Bucky. Rather, I have reverted to my original person and am now merely known as Bucky. Oh, no! Everything's going wrong! And on today of all days... Why today so good? Because today was the day my daughter was going to witness my second greatest triumph. Your daughter here? Me not no Seam Ripper, actually your daughter. I am actually very suspicious of the no longer Doc Bucky. No, no, no. There's only one woman in this room, and it's Edna Hugglebum. Dad? Oh, Eddie, I'm so sorry you had to see me like this. Dad, it's all right. How many years has it been? Oh, it's been far too many. You do not want us to go after Curtin? No, just just let him go. We'll catch up to him later. Eddie and I have some catching up to do now. But Herr Salami, I have but one question. If your defeat at the Curtin was to be only your second greatest triumph, then what was your greatest? Not was my greatest, will be my greatest. That day will come when I have defeated the complacent. And if you can remember that far back, the Major League Super Crime Busters were about to vote on adjourning their meeting. Aye. All opposed? Well, then I declare this meeting... Not so fast, Super Crime Busters. It is I, the Circle. How dare you burst in here, Circle. Why, I oughta... Hey, I punched myself. That's the Circle's power, Super American. Everything you do to him physically circles back around you. There's only one way to defeat him, and that's to draw a perfect square around him so he can't escape. Yes, but how are you going to draw a perfect square around me? Why is everyone looking at me? Go for it, Straight Edge 2. Oh, uh, all right. Let's see here. Uh, hi there, how are you? Oh, I'm just Standy. So they call you Straight Edge 2, huh? Um, that line isn't straight at all. Meow, meow, meow! You're right, furry kitten. That angle looks more like 82 degrees to me. The straight edge, too. You're out of the Major League Super Crime Busters under Chapter 8, Section 4B of the Major League Super Crime Busters Charter. Misrepresenting your superpowers. Out again. Maybe I should just give up and take up Needlepoint. Oh, so none of you can defeat me? Well, then, I'll just go and wreak havoc all over the city, then. 
Say, does anyone know the Rangers' score? It was 3-3 three to three last I heard. We have a radio right here. Let's see what the score is now. And the Rangers topped the division in penalty killing, but not killing their fans with bombs. None of their fans have been or are going to be killed with bombs. They go to center ice for the face-off. The referee is poking the ice with his skate. Apparently, the circle feels a little mushy, but not as a result of a bomb being hidden under the ice. I feel mushy. Apparently, the line judge thinks the circle feels all right. Wait, I feel better. No, the ref is waving for the grounds crew who aren't involved in any sort of plot to hide a bomb in the arena. Apparently, the circle has been completely worn down. I feel completely worn down. And we're getting word in the booth that the referee called the circle lifeless, unlike the very much alive fans who are not being killed by the non-existent bombs at the Garden, where the Rangers lead the Chicago Blackhawks 5-3. to We'll take a timeout as they resurface the area around the face-off circle at center ice. There you go, Circle. It's five to three. But he's dead. Another victory for the Major League Super Crime Busters. Meeting adjourned. The meeting may be over, but some questions remain. What will Swami Salami do now? What prompted the Circle's mysterious visit? What is that cologne Bizarro Monkey Boy is wearing? Tune in again next week for another episode of The Curtain when you'll hear Bucky say... I would like very much to start a needlepoint club, but I need at least one other member. I wonder what sort of chap would like to join a needlepoint club. You're listening to The Complacents on WNUR. And then at the plush downtown offices of Mesa's Monthly Magazine. Fred James, how the heck are you? It's been a while since you've shown your face around here. Well, I've been kind of busy. Well, we've got the June issue all ready to go. We're just waiting for a great Fred James original to go in the center spread. Well, there's a little problem there, Chief. I don't exactly have the maze ready yet. Don't exactly? How much more time do you need? An hour? Two hours? Five days. Five days? Fred, we've got to get this printer to to its printer tomorrow. It takes a long time to do the color separations for our world's most colorful mazes section. You know, I remember a time when mazes were only in black and white. These kids today, all they want is color, color, color. But they also want a Fred James maze. Do you know we get more letters about your mazes than about any other contributors? Oh, good, I hope. Pretty much. But then we get some strange ones like this one. When is Fred James going to put his musical talents to work and make a rock music-themed maze? Do you have any idea what that means? Uh, I guess they're referring to the rock band I'm sort of in. What? You're in a rock band? Listen, let me tell you a little story. Back in 1956, this magazine was Mazes Quarterly, and I edited it in the basement of my uncle's house. Someone came to me with an idea. He said to me, this rock and roll music is the next big thing among the kids. Why don't you do a special rock and roll theme issue? And I told them to get out of the basement because we only published four issues a year, and I'd be damned if I'd waste one on something as frivolous in rock and roll. So do you know what he did? He started his own maze magazine, and then, 40 years later, it folded. Wait, it folded this year? That's right. Maze Fun published in last, its last issue in January. Where have you been? Touring the world in your rock band? Too busy to pay attention to what's happening in the maze business? I guess I have been a little busy. I remember when you'd be more on top of the industry than me. Worldwide World of Mazes is negotiating with Warner Brothers to do mazes based on the movies, you said once, and you suggested we negotiate with Universal. One of the best movies we ever made, and the best moves as well. Well, except for the special Waterworld issue we had out last summer. We did a Waterworld issue last summer? Don't you remember, Fred? You did the maze based on the contraption that Kevin Costner used to recycle his own urine. I did. What's the matter, Fred? Do you need a little time off? I can understand how doing at least a maze a month for 16 years could burn anyone out. I guess maybe I could. Take some time to refresh myself, go around the country getting new ideas for mazes. Maybe take a vacation with uh, Marla. Marla? 
Who the heck is Marla? Sounds like a girl's name. Fred, do you have a girlfriend? Well, maybe. Damn it, Fred. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. There is no way drawing mazes and having girlfriends can coexist peacefully. But she inspires me. Inspires and schmires. Fred, there's trouble right here at Mazes Monthly, and both those words start with M, and that rhymes with Jim, and that's short for James, which is your last name. Until you drop the girlfriend and that rock band thing, any mazes you happen to pull out of your astrology report are not welcome here at Mazes Monthly. But I've been in the rock band for months, and I haven't missed a deadline yet. You even liked the maze I did based on the Zodiac last month. I can tell you just referred to it. Nope, sorry, forget it. But drawing mazes is the only thing I live for. What about the girlfriend in the rock band? I'm only in the band accidentally, and she only likes me for my mazes. Um, excuse me, Chief, but we just received this unsolicited maze in the mail. I thought you might like to see it. Let's take a look. Wow! This is amazing! It's perfect for the blank space in the June issue. Run this one down to the printer and then send whoever did this a check and a letter to letting them know that we'd like to send us more mazes. An issue of mazes monthly without a Fred James maze? I'll just let myself out then. I'll just go home to Marla. At least she understands me. I can't believe it! This maze is pure genius! At Fred's house? Hey, you got home fast. I caught all the green lights. So I hear you got fired from mazes monthly. What? Where'd you hear that? On the Maze Channel. Oh, darn that 500 channel cable system. Yeah, it's true, unfortunately. What happened? They didn't say why I got fired. No, they said Mazes Monthly hadn't released that information. Uh, it was because of creative differences. Creative differences? That's right, but don't worry. I'll be all right. Say, how would you like to take a little vacation? That sounds great. Where to? Dayton, Ohio? Dayton? What's in Dayton? I hear there's a park that has a big maze made out of hedges there. No, I was thinking more along the lines of Europe. Europe? That's even better. They have a lot of hedge mazes there. All of those old castles have one. Look, no mazes, all right. I want to forget about mazes for a while. Forget about mazes? But that's the one reason that I like you. It's because of your mazes. It's just that uh, 16 years of doing mazes, and this is the thanks I get from them. I just want to take a break and regroup and recharge my maze-drawing batteries. Fred James, I can't believe you would even consider not drawing mazes. No, I'm not drawing mazes. I mean, I'm not not drawing mazes. What? I don't understand you anymore. Not since you've stopped drawing mazes. I need some time to think about this relationship. Goodbye. What? Don't call me. I'll call you. Dejected, Fred goes over to Adrian Creamsicle's studio slash office. I ordered a condenser microphone and that may, they sent me condensed milk. It's the last time I'm dealing with that place. Maybe you should start mail ordering from audio equipment companies instead of from dairies that also sell audio equipment. But their prices are so cheap. Hi, Adrian and Alanis. Hi, Fred. Fred? What are you doing here? I thought you... I thought today was the day you were going to be working on mazes for Mazes Monthly or whatever. Uh, well, what happened was, uh, never mind. Is there anything around here I can help you with? Oh, let me see. Well, there's some tapes to be sent to the rock critics. I, I did that already. Oh, uh, well, then you could run this sketch for the EP cover art over to Flaming Highway Records offices. I, I called them this morning, and they're sending someone over here to get it. Ah, uh, well, then I think my electric pencil sharpener needs to be emptied. Uh, no, Fig usually comes in here and eats the shavings for a snack. Oh. Explains what the note from the doctor meant. But I, I guess there's nothing for you to do, Fred. Why don't you see if the guys need you to do anything? Sure, I guess. I'll just walk over to the studio. And so then I say to him, Mr. Hijacker, what you're dealing with here is one severely ticked-off American. 
I single-handedly disarmed him and then called the police. But what about your girlfriend? Oh, we decided to go our separate ways. It turns out she likes fundamentalist terrorists. But the only kinds of fundamentalists I like are the kind you build cords on. Don't you mean fundamentals? I guess I do mean fundamentals. Hey, shouldn't you be working on a maze or something? Well, you know, when you're as good as I am, it doesn't take you that long to do a maze. <laughs> so do you need some kind of help with anything? Let's see. Blindy's pretty much taking care of moving the equipment. We've already got all the tracks laid down for the new EP. Fig is sweeping up the studio. Gee, it looks like we don't need anything done. You don't need me either, huh? Well, then I'll see you all later. Bye, Fred. Anyway, then who should drop in but the president? He was so happy about me foiling the hijacking, he gave me a ride back to the U.S. on Air Force One. I thought the president was in Washington trying to work out a budget deal all weekend. That's just what the media would like you to think. I'll show them. I'll show them how well the complacence can function without me. Not well at all, I think. You're talking to yourself, Fred? I thought I was the only one who talked to himself. What are you doing out here by the dumpster? I was sweeping up in the studio. Now I'm emptying the dustpan. It's mostly Gunner's broken guitar strings. Well, if anyone asks, I won't be back for a while. Are you going somewhere? Yes. Yes, I'm going somewhere. Somewhere where every member of a partnership is made to feel like a valued member of the team. Somewhere where everyone believes in you and what you can do. Somewhere where they don't judge you by your personal life, but rather on the quality of the work you do. Somewhere where the light of opportunity is shining in every window and the smile of friendship is on everyone's face. You're going to New Jersey? If that's the kind of place New Jersey is for you, Fig, then that's where I'm going, to your New Jersey. Don't stand up in the boat while you're crossing the Delaware. It doesn't really work. Well, looks like the dustpan's just about empty. I'd better get back inside. Bye, Fig, and don't let them push you around. Oh, I don't. They normally have to pull me. Guys! Guys! You'll never believe what I just turned on the radio! Where's Fred? I don't know. He was here a minute ago. They just broke in with a special bulletin! He's been fired! He has? The cheese bin? Let's go! Maybe we can get some smoked cheddar! Chief! No, I didn't say anything about the cheese store you like to go to. I said, he's been fired! That magazine fired Fred! What's going on? Fig, have you seen Fred? Yes. Well, where is he? He's gone. Gone? Gone? What do you mean, gone? Well, he said if anyone asks, he won't be back for a while. Do, do, do you know where he went? Uh, to the New Jersey of my soul. Uh, oh. I should have known better than to try to get a straight answer from you. Don't worry about it, Creamy. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Fred's smarter than all of us put together. <laughs> that is to say, if you subtract me out. But that's what he said. I mean, that's what I think he said. And so, Fred James walks off into the sunset in this week's episode of The Complacence. Eventually, he'll have to start walking off into the sunrise if he wants to make it to New Jersey to, without getting his feet wet. Or maybe he's not really going to New Jersey. Well, regardless of where he's going, there will be another episode of The Complacence just 167 hours from now. Stay tuned now for Title to be Determined on 89.3 WNUR-FM, Evanston, Chicago's Sound Experiment. Back now in the present, here's what's coming up on the next episode. Adrian Creamsicle decides that it's time for The Complacents to sell out. Until next time, this has been The Complacents Podcast. This is Mr. Announcer, speaking. <laughs>